what is up guys and thank you so much for checking out this edition of the new generation hero talk podcast i am your host ej stewart we got a big show to get to on uh this podcast of course the big news this week of uh, ryan coogler signing a new deal with disney plus to develop uh tv shows is his uh his production company proximity media it's a five-year deal so we'll give you guys the latest on that and how it affects the uh marvel cinematic universe as well also new spider-man 3 rumors again it feels like every week there's a new rumor this one i think is probably one of the more obscure uh, rumors based on just because of where it came from but actually where it came from to some degree is actually leading a lot of people to believe this the most so i'll talk about what that is later on and we got some big casting news for for titans you know we knew tim drake was slated to be on this show now we finally do have a deed an actor lined up to play tim drake so we'll uh we'll talk about that and introduce to who he is and the cw is the flash we haven't seen that show in a long time we finally got a trailer for season seven we know last season ended kind of in a weird way where you know of course all those shows because of the pandemic didn't really end their full season so this is kind of like a continuation of season six plus season seven i guess so we'll break that all down and and, and talk about that as well so we got a great show Today, joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Now, Sham, uh, something that came down today that I thought was interesting, I think that we should discuss, considering our conversation last week was uh, a big tease by Elizabeth Olsen, obviously the star of WandaVision, in regards to what we may be seeing later on in the season. So, um, she made a bold statement during an interview with TV Line. The actress claims that there is at least one more surprise appearance that will be uh, similar to the level of um, Luke Skywalker's appearance in season two of The Mandalorian. Pardon spoilers for those who didn't see The Mandalorian. Um, but <laughs> that, that, that information has been out forever. I mean, I don't know how you would have ignored, uh, avoided it. But anyway, um, so that obviously raised a lot of eyebrows. I mean, Luke Skywalker's appearance in The Mandalorian was truly uh, internet-breaking. Um, meanwhile, the, you know, the showrunner, uh, Jack Schaefer, she says... Fans should, quote, settle in because there are, quote, many more surprises left to be unveiled in the coming episodes. So with this uh, further context to our conversation last week with, uh, sorry, what was that? Sorry, you broke up a little bit, Kendall. What would you say? No. Which is also an important detail. Yeah. That right. the the person has hasn't been the the, the whoever the reveal is it hasn't been leaked according to her. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's you know, been no I leak. Mean, there there were rumors that there has been leaks that's been going around, but apparently this this is not one of them. Um, so that's interesting. Right. No. So Sham, with all that being said, uh, any guesses now as to who this may be, considering our conversation from last week? Um, any guesses? Uh, so, so first of all, I feel like this is, this is big news, but I feel like it, it should be taken with a grain of salt. Now, uh, as, uh, we, so me and Kendall were talking about this earlier. Yeah, a couple, right? a couple, like 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, we talked about this for a little bit, and, and the conclusion we both drew is, well, we don't know what, if Elizabeth Olsen really understands I mean, as Star Wars fans. Yeah, Star Wars fans. We don't know if she really understands what, what it means to what be as big as a Luke Skywalker To have candy. a Luke Skywalker candy. Because mm-hmm. the moment Disney bought Star Wars, uh, which was many years ago at this point, <laughs> yeah. all anyone ever wanted 
was for Luke Skywalker yeah. to show up in his prime, in his prime as Master Luke. Yeah, and do his thing. That's all anyone ever wanted. All any Star Wars fans ever 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 wanted. So I don't really know if she really understands, you know, the the gravity of what that moment yeah. meant. I, so I, with that being said, I feel like the only real comparison is Magneto. Magneto or Professor X. I mean, or I guess you could say maybe Wolverine, but I feel like that'd be more random. <laughs> sense, right? So, I mean, I feel like Magneto yeah. or Professor X. I feel like those are the really the only two. And, I mean, it's possible. If she's saying it's a Luke Skywalker at level reveal. That's really the only thing I can think of. Yeah. You know? I mean, even you talk about even Quicksilver. You know, I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's nice. Luke Skywalker. You know? Which is, again, is why I say, like, I, I don't know. Does she know? Does she, like, <laughs> right, know, right. really know? So, I don't know. Right, but that'll be my guess. Magneto or Professor X, which is crazy. <laughs> so I don't take that whatever take what her comments to be whatever they are, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be my guess based on what she's saying. So her saying that it hasn't been leaked definitely leads you to think that it's not Quicksilver, because again, that's already been reported. And like you said, you know, and, we talked about it last week. And, and was this was this was this like a. Uh, was this like something that was televised, or was it like pre-written, or do we know when this interview took place? This was a, it was an interview with TV Line. I think it was it was TV written, Line, or was it was it video? I don't know. I mean, probably. I think, I, oh, I think, think it was just an interview. I don't think it was video. Yeah, it was definitely Zoom, probably. Whether right, or not, of course, they released video. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think this was produced as a video interview. Is what I was saying. Right. I don't think okay. that was the case. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the timeline. When this Quicksilver stuff started, did that start a long time ago? The yeah, the, yeah, the Quicksilver thing we talked about that like last year. Yeah, like, I feel that was as soon as the show was announced, it was about yeah, it was when Quicksilver showing up. Like pre-pandemic. Oh, okay. we talked about All right, then never mind. Yeah, then, um, then that kind of. Stuff. But then there's like been more people talking about like, oh, when's Quicksilver showing up? You know. Yeah. And then we had the thing with the uh, you know, the the, the Latin American voice actor that you know kind of threw more smoke into that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with Shamari. You know, it, it really depends on what do we mean by Luke Skywalker cameo, because also like the Mandalorian was a show that we did not expect, like we didn't expect it to be big enough to to bring in Luke Skywalker. You know, that seemed like this is in a different scope. You know, where you're talking about bringing the biggest character in the franchise to a show that's been pretty off the beaten path so far. I mean, the only comparison, like Shamari mentioned would be Magneto, Professor X. I mean, like, like if Tony Stark was in this, that would be pretty big. I don't know if that's Luke Skywalker, because we see we just Tony we just saw Tony Stark. Like 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 one of the yeah, last Marvel properties. That's not that's not even close to being <laughs> you know, it, it, so it's like I mean Downey's in it like I guess it's big, but you know, I've seen so much of Robert Downey Jr. I wouldn't like lose my mind. It's cool. Yeah, that's not even close to being. You know, <laughs> Luke. I mean, Luke. Luke is a character we haven't seen for like thirty years. Yeah, for a lot of people. And again, the way she talked about, I can't believe this casting, or at least they asked him about a particular casting, and she's like, I can't believe it hasn't been leaked yet. But this is as big as the Luke Skywalker thing. If I'm taking her by her word, then it has to be. Either Fastbender, Ian McClellan, or Patrick Stewart. I mean, it could be McAvoy, but I just uh, McAvoy would be kind of weird. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird to bring James McAvoy, but it's got to be one of those three. And I feel like, to me, I'm I, I think it's either Fastbender or it's Patrick Stewart. That's my guess. I don't know if they bring in Magneto for it to be Ian McClellan. 
he's kind of old. Yeah, that's yeah. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> how old is <laughs> how old is Wanda? <laughs> you know, it'd be right. kind of bizarre. So, um, I would assume that's either Fassbender <laughs> or it's Patrick Stewart, which would still be weird, but it's like it's a different universe. So, you know, it's, it's Professor X. So, I, that that's that's where I'm at. But um, I think if we're if we're assuming she doesn't know what she's talking about in terms of the Luke Skywalker thing, then I think Doctor Strange is likely. You know, he's the obvious. Like, uh, I mean, we all kind of expect Doctor Strange to show up, but you know, I don't think that would break the internet. No. Yeah, I mean, I I tell you what, man, I, I am more inclined to take her at her word. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I he, this is a weird predicament because there is part of me that says, well, you're promoting the show. You're trying to throw everybody off the set. So, you know, you got to take almost everything in regards to teases and potential spoilers coming from people involved with the project with some degree of, gra- of a grain of salt. But I feel like something like this is such a bold statement that it could end up really disappointing people if you say something like this, knowing that it's never going to reach that level. So I feel like, and I feel like, I know, we, you know, I, I have no idea what Elizabeth Olsen's, uh, her star, her fandom is for Star Wars. I, I don't know. She could be a great Star Wars fan. She may not know anything about Star Wars. But I feel like Star Wars and, you know, Star Wars fans may get sensitive to this, but I feel like it's so almost universal and everyone knows who Luke Skywalker is. So even if you don't know anything about a lot of the Mandalorian, you're confused by a lot of it. If you're watching that show and Luke Skywalker shows up, you probably were like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I think that's a moment that almost for everybody that could have watched that show was like. Yeah, nobody oh expected it. So to never me, I, I, think, I feel like Elizabeth, she's not going to, I feel like if she's saying that, that means that what's going to happen is going to be nuts. Like she, everyone has an understanding that that was ridiculous and insane in a good way when I say ridiculous. Like, so I don't think she's going to throw that out there with like the idea that, oh, she knows that like, you know, Doctor Strange is going to be just as big. Like that's, there's no way. No, no way he thinks that Doctor Strange is Luke Skywalker. Like not or one person. I yeah I agree I, I'm in the same boat I don't think that even Tom Holland showed up that that is a Luke Skywalker esque appearance it's a great appearance it's a big appearance but I wouldn't put it in that class um, the only the only thing that really truly like completely shatters the internet in the way that Luke Skywalker's appearance did is if it's some kind of mutant tie-in is some kind of uh, crossover bending with what they did with Fox. To me, that is what a Luke Skywalker moment means. Because to me, or, Patrick Stewart is that for the Fox X-Men franchise. Ian McKellen is that for the Fox X-Men franchise. You know, he would probably dark, dark, you know, you know, Darth Vader if you're comparing the two. <laughs> but like, like to me, like those people for that franchise, obviously X-Men not as big as Star Wars, but still a big franchise in itself. Those are those figures there. And of course, Hugh Jackman. Like, so... When I think of someone that big, those are the three names that come to mind for me. Obviously, Stewart and McClellan's age does make you pause, particularly McClellan. Um, I, I feel like of the two, Stewart looks like he's more able to really be out here acting like this. McClellan doesn't look as great, but... I mean, he's Ian McClellan. The guy's a legend. I wouldn't put anything past him in terms of what he he's capable of doing. So, 
to me, that to me is very clear in terms of in which way this could go. I would assume it's going to be one of those characters. And boy, I mean, again, it just leaves you like really excited because you see, you know, like the pacing has been slow. I mean, we've said, we talked about it on the podcast and, I, and, and, and on our YouTube channel. And first of all, I want to make sure we shout that out. Of course, we haven't been doing episode recaps on this podcast, but you can catch our episode recaps of WandaVision exclusively on our YouTube channel, Regeneration Media. Like, the pacing has been slow. So it's for me to, for them to get to that point, it's like, wow, they're going to ratchet up really fast soon. Because, like, from where they are, and, and things did get pretty um, more ratcheted up in episode four. But, you know, from where they are, they still got a ways to go before it would make sense for Magneto to show up. Like, a lot still got to be revealed. Uh, it leaves me excited, but it does leave me curious as to, like, how the pacing for the rest of the series is going to go. Yeah, and Kevin Feige said, I was watching uh, an interview he did with Collider uh, this weekend. Uh, he didn't do the interview this weekend. I was watching it this weekend. Uh, this was before the show had officially released, and he was, he said that it's going to be um, the last three episodes. He didn't say, but he insinuated. Kevin Feige doesn't like saying anything. He gets squirmish about answering, you know, very simple, obvious questions. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't spoil anything. But, uh, you know, he insinuated that the last three episodes will be much longer than every other episode. Um, in his own way of saying it. Basically, he was like, you know, well, yeah, we have a lot of freedom on a streaming service to, you know, go as many episodes as we like. You know, these episodes are going to be closer to 30, 30, 30 to 40 minutes. But, you know, you could expect the last three episodes to be longer. Yeah. But um, so that is, you know, that'll be interesting. And I think, again, just piecing the puzzles together, the puzzle pieces together. We've got Paul Bettany talking about how they're a secret actor that no one knows about. that He's always wanted to work with. And it's going to blow people's minds away. And then you've got... Now Elizabeth Olsen saying there's a Luke Skywalker as cameo. I just again, if if it's Doctor Strange, then I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel I'm I'm gonna be underwhelmed. Yeah, they they've set the bar way too high, and yeah. I you know and I feel bad for them if, if that's what it is. Yeah, I mean I think it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of hype for it to be I someone mean, that's already in the MCU. That's that's where I'm putting it. Yeah, exactly. it's got to be someone who we haven't seen in the yeah, MCU. Yeah, exactly. If it, it's which, if it's Tobey Maguire, I'm going to lose my mind. Right, if it's right. a new X-Men character that we haven't seen, a new actor is playing an X-Men character, I'm going to lose my mind. But if, Or, I mean, if it's Stuart, Fassbender, or McClellan, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind as well. So I don't know. But those would be Luke Skywalker. I'd be shocked if this were any of those people. I think I... And look, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know... You know, if Elizabeth Olsen really understands what the whole Luke Skywalker thing is, it could be done similarly. Was. Like it could it, be framed. You could do Doctor be. Strange, and it'd be done similar. Yeah, to where he comes out of nowhere. And this, and this isn't me saying it can't be incredibly hype, whatever right. it is. But Luke Skywalker, I mean, it's got to be Fastbender, <laughs> right. Stewart. You know, it's got to be one of these people. You know, to be that hype. So I think I think she's a little, kind of probably conflating a little bit what what this moment is that would be my guess I, I hope i'm wrong i hope it's you know Stewart or fastbender or mcguire or one of these guys but i mean i'd be shocked if it were uh i would I, i'm not again I, I i'm i'm more leaning towards buying into this 
Um, I definitely understand Shamari's trepidation because setting a Luke Skywalker appearance bar is setting the bar at a level that really is almost impossible to meet. That's literally how ridiculously crazy that was that we saw him in The Mandalorian. So, again, I feel like someone who's in Hollywood, who works for Disney, who knows the importance of these kind of things, and, you know, you know Elizabeth Olsen is not some side actress. I mean, they put her in this big series that we now see is, like, so instrumental to a lot of what's going on. Like, this is going to be... This is not going to be something that I think is just kind of like a throwaway thing. Like, I think that she is in the know and she understands the significance of whatever this thing is going to be. And I think that she's going to make it clear. If Kevin Feige keeps telling me that Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are are connected, it's, it's one of the few things he's really wanting to harp on and, and hammer home a lot. I don't see what, like, I think Elizabeth would understand that you know, Doctor Strange or, or, you know, Tom Holland, Peter Parker showing up would be great. And it would definitely be newsworthy and definitely create headlines. But it, it will not be this, like, earth-shattering moment. Of course, unless maybe it's something that's done in those moments that maybe is surprising. But barring that, like, because of what we've been told. You know, we were never told anything about Luke Skywalker showing up. That's why it was so crazy when it happened. And nobody's expectations were at that level. That's why it was such a surprise. Well, there were some people who hoped and, and did predict potentially. But I think even those people, when it actually happened, they couldn't believe it. Like, so, I, I think that she has that awareness. I don't think that she would just throw that out there. If, um, Yo, if it's Michael Fassbender, I know we're playing, you know, uh, we're playing Jimmy Woo. You're trying to figure out what's the, what's the deal here. But, yeah. if the, I mean, let's just say, if this is Michael Fassbender... I mean that is because I I, I think that I think it is Magneto. Scenario, like not most likely in terms. Most likely is obviously Doctor Strange for obvious reasons, but that's what I think would make the most sense between if you're putting the public music together, and that would be insane. Like that's the best thing I think they could do. I'll be honest. A passage through would be cool too, but I think the best thing in terms of breaking the internet would be bringing Michael Fassbender in. And And I'm I'm not. I'm also not ruling out. I'm also not ruling out. A new actor playing Magneto. I really think that that's also very possible. Because, that's possible. Because the other thing you got to think about is what's something that wouldn't leak? I mean, if some guys that's a, you know, it could be a big time actor, but somebody that we don't anticipate, we don't connect to Marvel, you know, is in wherever they were filming WandaVision. And like nobody really thinks much of it or nobody even notices or nobody catches them. Like it could be a big name actress that is that is going to be confirmed to be Magneto in the MCU in the last episode of at WandaVision. Like, that could absolutely be a possibility, and that's something that would be unleakable. Like, you know, some things, like, you know, Patrick Stewart is hanging around on WandaVision set, or Ian McClellan, there's a chance that that gets out. I'm not saying that it's guaranteed. It's certainly not guaranteed. Marvel has kept great secrets before, but it's certainly possible. You know, it would be impossible if somebody that is a big star, but, you know, someone who we've seen in the area wherever they were filming WandaVision, Right. You know, was on the set and he's Magneto or he's you know Charles Xavier. That would also be pretty earth shattering, and I think that is certainly possible. I don't think that I, I don't I think that that's something yeah. You gotta... I mean, I think it could be similar to when um, to the uh, the Professor X reveal in uh, Legion, mm, right? As well, I was pretty sure as well. Um, yeah, yeah. 
you know, I think it could be a similar moment. Um, and I think it, I think it's important that we get a, a considerable amount of time with them too. It's not just a cameo. Because me and Ken had speculated yeah. on the Luke Skywalker cameo. You know, we were like, oh, are we going to see him? Right. Are we going to see his cloak? Are we going to see? <laughs> right. You know, we thought we might see him. Yeah. We didn't think we'd see all that we got. Right. Exactly. Know? So hopefully we get a good amount of whatever whoever the character is. And the way Paul Bettany phrased it is like, I've never been able to work with this guy. I suggest that it's going to be at least more. Uh, yeah, there will be. Yeah. yeah, he's working with him. He's not, you know, having a little scene here. They show up and he they showed up. Yeah, behind the CGI <laughs> green screen, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> right. One day of work, you know. And left. <laughs> Fifteen right, minutes. Uh, man, that's I'm excited true. though. I mean, obviously, again, once again, I want to tease. You know, if you guys have not already checked it out, our Wandavision recaps uh, are on our YouTube channel. Me and Kendall discuss the show in great detail in all four episodes. So if you want to check out that conversation and uh, hear some more spoilers about what we think of the show so far, spoiler alert, we think it's really great. <laughs> um, be sure to uh, head over to our YouTube channel, New Generation Media, to check that out. I do want to move on now, though, and talk about some other big news we got this week. And it came from Disney, which announced that Ryan Coogler's uh, Proximity Media Company has signed an exclusive five-year deal to develop new programming for the company. Uh, that company being Disney, obviously. It includes a Disney Plus series set in the world of Wakanda. The Black Panther 2 director said the partnership will allow Coogler to work on other select MCU shows for Disney Plus as well. I'll go to Kendall here. Do you like the move for Marvel? Do you like the move for uh, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is interesting. What I think, see, I'm, I'm, I've connected, I've tried to connect some dots with this as well, trying to figure out what does this mean? For the future of the Black Panther franchise. And to me, I take from this that I take from it the fact that they're doing a Wakanda show, whatever that means. They said a show taking place in Wakanda, you know, it's going to explore Wakanda. Um, I take that to say that to only support the notion that Doctor Doom and Namor are going to be in Black Panther 2. Why do you say that? Yes, I say that because I feel like there, like whatever Black Panther two is going to end up being, like I don't know how much of it is going to be about exploring Wakanda or about exploring the you know the the history, the traditions, the the pageantry of of the country of Wakanda. Um, if you're bringing in the Atlanteans, if you're bringing in Doom, if you're bringing in Namor, so you don't think we're gonna very much Wakanda. Or at least not not a lot. Like of we may it may be on not we may be of, on Wakanda, but not, not a whole lot of new set pieces. Yeah. So what you're saying, Wakanda won't be a character in the way that it was in the first film. In the way in the first film, Wakanda probably was, not. Wakanda was almost like its own character. Right. You know, I don't know if we're gonna explore much more of what we got in the first one. So, you know, I think that that's that's why they would want to do something like this. You know, as opposed to having to wait till Black Panther three to get something like that. You know. You allow them to explore uh, other aspects of Wakanda and Wakanda's culture, uh, you know, outside of Black Panther 2. Um, Andy Signor from Popcorn Planet and Phantom Wire came out and said that they we're also supposed to be getting a Killmonger series as well. And I found that interesting because when, you know, the, in the press release, like, we only hear about, well, they only confirmed one from Marvel, but the way Coogler's talking, like, Coogler's 
quote mentions multiple. He, he says plural when he talks about Disney Plus shows. You know, like we can't wait to producing these shows. With yeah, he said, he said so, yeah, he said select MCU shows. That was a quote I pulled. Right. So that, su- that suggests that this isn't just this isn't going to be one. But there's going to be multiple. And so you hear the Killmonger idea as well. And that, I think, is interesting. You know, I think, I mean, I don't know what the first one is going to be. It's hard for me to even speculate uh, what the first, I mean, is it just, you know, is it just like called Wakanda and it's just, you know, anything that could happen? Wakanda Chronicles? I don't know. Or is it going to be something more specific like the Dora Milaje, um, an Ikea show or something something else, uh, an Mbaku show? I don't know. Um, but a Killmonger show could be interesting. Obviously, there are the rumors that Michael B. Jordan is going to be back in Black Panther 2. We don't know if that's true or not. And even if he is back, we don't know how long he will, if he's back forever or if, he, or if it's just for this movie. Um, this could be a continuation of his story or this could be a prequel. And I think a Killmonger prequel could actually work, uh, given that there's so much of his character we don't know. Uh, about this Eric Stevens character that they hinted at in in Black Panther, but we didn't really get to see. So, no, I mean, I think these, these are this is all exciting news. So, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. And one thing, Sham, that we you know we never really thought about, because um, I think kind of brings up an interesting point. And you know, we've heard the rumors about how they plan to handle the the death of Chadwick Boseman, but when Kendall mentions a prequel to Black Panther two, potentially, we never thought of the idea of if them handling something involving Chadwick's death before Black Panther 2. You know, if you're doing a TV series, and in theory, that TV series is shot and done to be set before the events of Black Panther 2, who's to say that we don't get some idea or some clarity to what happened to T'Challa before we even get to Black Panther 2? Hmm. Uh, that is possible. I think that's an, that's an interesting... It doesn't um, seem the way the timeline is working out. Certainly, an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't we don't know honestly. You know, we don't know right. what you know what their plans are in regards to what they plan to release. Uh, you know, first. Um, I mean, I guess that that could be a good bridge if they were to try to release release the whole show. I don't know if they would want to drop all the episodes at once as well. Instead of doing week to week, that may push things back even further. Um, so, I mean, that that's something that they certainly could do um, uh, in terms of the, to use that as a way to explain why T'Challa isn't there. Um, if I guess he's not there, since I mean, I guess nothing's been confirmed yet, I suppose. But um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, either way, honestly, I'm very excited uh, for the series. I mean, Coogler. Coogler and anything Wakanda, Black Panther, is is gold. I feel. I feel like he, similar to uh, Gun and the Guardians, uh, you know, similar to uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni in Star Wars, uh, similar to is you know name the name the, the Russo brothers and anything Marvel, name it Feige Marvel, Coogler and Wakanda and Black Panther is just that's the pairing you want uh for this property you know him work and him working with other people as well there are other very talented people that 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 work that work well with um uh but this is this is you know some of the more special thing one of the most special thing that i I think he's worked on 
I think he's extremely good at it. So I'm very much looking forward to him producing more content in this world. Um, I mean, as for the new information about a Killmonger show, I think it could be interesting. Um, you know, honestly, I, I feel like you can you can tell some decent stories of him in the past. I probably wouldn't want, wouldn't want them to do a show unless they were going to bring him back personal at some point, even if he doesn't necessarily come back immediately, you know, episode one. But I want them to eventually bring him back if they were to really create a Killmonger show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Kendall. No, no, you can go. No, I mean, um, the, the Killmonger thing is, is, is really interesting. I mean, again, I feel like he's one of those characters where given the history of the Black Panther and the mysticism behind Wakanda, like him returning is certainly doable. Um, I have, I, I'm like, I, I have like my curiosity and like my questions about like heroes that were people that were villains being turned to heroes. And how do you do that in a way that makes sense in a way that is smart and not like cheap um, and puts them down a journey to true redemption as opposed to just cutting corners you know, I think the, the the fear I had with Killmonger eventually ever becoming Black Panther and why I, I really haven't quite supported it was had he there 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 we haven't seen him go through any of those um those any of those trial tribulations and, and all those any of that like in, introspective searching to to understand you know, why you know as as righteous as his cause may have been why it was short sighted and wrong sided. You know, like, so maybe a Killmonger show kind of leading up into something like that could maybe eventually lead him up to being the Black Panther and it making sense in the MCU. I don't, I don't, I've been one who doesn't feel like in Black Panther 2 where he just shows up and he's resurrected and now he's Black Panther and he's learned all, he's learned everything. And yeah, he's a little different, he's a little more radical, but he, he learned from his ways that before him, you know, you know, killing people and, and beating up women, choking women, like all that stuff was like obviously very bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't wanna I don't want to whitewash, so to speak, that like legacy that he kinda gave for himself. But I, I in terms of this whole series or this whole situation, you know, I like to deal. Um I think in in a way it's weird because I feel like you know when I heard this news, I kind of was sad again because I, I always think about Chadwick and like to me, I feel like a Wakanda type series would have been a great um, kind of like aside to like the you know T'Challa led adventures of the Black Panther movie franchise. In some ways, I feel like you know this show that is set in Wakanda is gonna have way more pressure on itself to really truly like establish like these other side characters rather than being kind of an aside that we can enjoy in, before we get the next Black Panther movie. You know, I just feel like it kind of puts a lot of pressure on uh, these shows. You know, in some ways I feel like, you know, WandaVision, what we talked about is WandaVision and um, Captain uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like in many ways we see these as kind of like spotlights uh, for these actors and these characters and, and chances for them to really explore and, and have fun and, uh, give them a new light, and not necessarily in a way that has to carry their individual franchise. You know, we don't expect, you know, Wanda and Vision to carry the Avengers. You know, we don't expect Captain, uh, right now at least, we don't expect Falcon and Winter Soldier to carry the Captain America franchise. You know, that's not something that we considered 
when those shows were uh, greenlit. You know, now you think about with, with Wakanda, I, you know, I, with this Wakanda show, I feel like, you know, it's going to have to go a long way to really um, kind of setting the world of what is post-Chadwick Black Panther franchise looked like. So in some ways, that's a little nerve-wracking so, because he's such yeah, a big I star, mean, but it is, it is something I, I took note of. Yeah, I wouldn't, be, I'm not, I'm not as concerned because... I think once we get past Black Panther 2, I think we'll have a better idea what that looks like. Um, we don't know now because they haven't said anything about Black Panther 2. You know, I mean, yeah. they're, writing, they're writing the script and, you know, I mean, when is it coming out? 22, uh, I think. Um, I think so. You know, we don't know. We don't know anything about Black Panther 2, but when we do, um, you know, I think we'll I think we'll feel better about being able to introduce other characters um, you know, I mean, the way, the first thing I thought of, not the first thing, but one of the things I thought of is what if they use this show as a way to introduce Storm? You know, the same way we're talking about, yo, Magneto being in, like, WandaVision would be nuts. Like, what if Storm was in this show? Um, and they use that to propel her into X-Men, into the X-Men movies, mm. you know? Like, and we've talked about, like, Storm being in Black Panther, uh, we talked that we talked about that for years. It never, you know, we I've always maintained. I don't know if it ever made any sense with the way they've been telling the story. But, um, but if they put her in something like this, that would be a way to help sell that sell that property, differentiate it from the movie. Because putting her in Black Panther two or putting putting her in Black Panther three, Black Panther three three feels so far away. Which maybe the X Men is so far away. So I don't know. And Black Panther two seems like. There's gonna be a whole too much going on to be worrying about Storm being in the movie. I mean, Storm. Yeah. The, the thing with Storm and Wakanda is, I always picture her with T'Challa. Oh yeah, that with that being yeah. her connection. I know, and that's that's what everybody's disappointed about. I don't think that that doesn't bother me because to me, it it never made any sense for her to be with T'Challa anyway because of the whole Nakia factor. And unless you you were gonna you know write Nakia off of you know out of the MCU somehow. Um, but so the I, problem, you know, though, but the problem like, I still have though, Kendall, is the Storm is not Wakandan. Right. No, yeah, she's not Wakanda. She doesn't have to be Wakanda, though. Right. I mean, there's other parts of Africa. You, you know, you, you can bring her in. Right. I only say that because and... this show, this this show that they're talking about again, you know, uh, Cooler mentions multiple shows, but he, you know, the show he mentioned, the show that is Marvel feels comfortable talking about, is a Wakanda-based show. So my thing is, right. You know, if if Chala's around, okay, you know, somehow they can make that work somehow where Storm makes an appearance. If he's not around, it's like, okay, well, why is Storm just showing up? He's on the same continent, you know. That doesn't. I mean, it could be some politics involved. It could be, you know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they could write her as Wakanda. You know. I mean, I'm not. You know, I don't know if people are going to find that controversial mm-hmm. or not. I mean, that would be certainly I, a change. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Do that. I would, why are you um, making her Wakanda? Why does she have to be Wakanda? I mean, yeah. Look, I'm not saying she's got to be Wakanda. Because <laughs> the reason you know, why I think that it's important that they don't do that, Kendall, is because, like, to me, you know, th- you know, people criticize everything. So, you know, there there is some criticism of Black Panther of this, like, you know, futuristic, you know, Africa. And while, yes, it is, like, a great um, kind of ideal look at what, you know, an African utopia could look like. Like, you know, did this, did, by doing this, are we kind of glossing over a lot of the rest of Africa and the different um, issues that yeah. they all have? And one thing about Storm that I think is important is that, you know, yeah, you know, she's, you know, uh, you know, an African princess in regards to like her upbringing or where she's from. But I mean, she's from Kenya. She's not from 
some kind of like you know again African utopia type place. You know, she she was on the streets of Cairo in Egypt um, as an orphan. You know, so like to show that you could have other black goddesses, pretty much and black heroes, superheroes. They don't have to come from a Wakanda. It doesn't have to be a fake place for that kind of yeah. star superstar. You know, superhero to rise up. I think is important. So I, I would not want that. I would not want them to make her Wakanda because we need yeah, to show yeah. that you can also be from Kenya and you can also be from Egypt and you could also become an X Man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely fair. Um, you know, but I, you know, I, that wouldn't stop me from not putting her in the show. I mean, you just gotta be creative on how you write that. But, but regardless, like that, that's just an example of how you would introduce other characters. I've even also heard when this is this is even more wild, but I've heard speculation that Falcon, like in Falcon, he's <laughs> like, where, where, where are we going here? Falcon in Wakanda? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I've heard I've heard speculation that um, we may be getting Bucky turning into the White Wolf uh, long term. That's been that's been somebody that's somebody throw that out there. That's something that could be happening in, in Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I, I, because, would, I would, and I apparently, would. apparently, Sebastian Stan's been talking about it. Like, oh yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Or something like that. So I don't know, but um, like if he transitions from the whole Winter Soldier gimmick, you know, because that's kind of if Falcon becomes Captain, Captain America and he has really no gimmick anymore, the Winter Soldier thing is kind of of a villain. The villain is a heel. Is a heel kind of name and everything. If they wanted to move him off of that and they turned him into White Wolf. Now, again, that's another situation where, like, that's them making stuff up. Like, Bucky's not the White Wolf. Like, you know, the White Wolf is T'Challa's brother, you know. But that's a whole other story that they've that they've crafted to make you fit into the MCU. But, um, you know, I'm not sure if he would show up in this. But that would be something else that could be interesting. And you can make a suit, you know, uh, Wakandan technology and stuff. That could be cool as well. I'd be down for that. And I think that when it comes to, again, expanding Wakandan, you know, you know, universe, if you do want to do that, you know, it might be important to kind of infuse other aspects of the MCU that's already established that maybe we haven't, that we've already been introduced to. So that'd be potentially a way to do that. I think about a prequel that's maybe, maybe you get a T'Chaka Black Panther show. That would be kind of nuts, too. I, I would, I think that could be cool, too, because... You know, I, I I think that you know in some ways, or you know, we period piece out to death. I mean, maybe I don't know, but we certainly haven't considered like I feel like you know though that you know the, the the throwback scene or the flashback scene in Black Panther is like really great, and I think a lot of like it's you know one of my favorite parts of the movie, obviously at the beginning, but you know even throughout the whole movie, I still love that that opening scene and how different. You know, the people dressed, how different, you know, even the Black Panther dress at that point in time. Like, I thought that all that stuff was like those little nuances were really neat. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. Um, it probably wouldn't be my first choice. I, I feel like Disney Plus should be more used to expand on current stories. I, I don't know if I want them to use that as an avenue to like go in the past too much. You know, I feel like we've had shows, we had Agent Carter. I feel like, you know, ABC is really more of a venue for something like that. I don't know if I'd want to see that. 
on Disney Plus where we're supposed to be trying to tie into the MCU with movies. It'll be cool, it'll be neat, but like I probably more be inclined to want to see something current based. But I feel like a Chaka show could be great because the little I saw, I really liked where they were going. If they did want to expand on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with that too. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I pretty much feel the same way. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think a Chaka prequel show would be interesting, uh, especially if they plan on doing multiple, you know, Wakanda spinoffs. Um, but I feel the same way as EJ. I mean, I wouldn't want too many prequel shows. Um, or if we did get a prequel show, like the Killmonger show, I would want it to either go into current times or, like, connect or, like, lead to something current, you know? So if the Killmonger show was, like, Rogue One, where, like, it leads up to right before Black Panther, you'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, I agree. Or, or like or yeah yeah because exactly. yeah, I, I forget because like I don't like I won't learn anything like, like to me like I feel like I wouldn't yeah. learn anything that would be of any real importance in a show like that it could be great like it, it could be great it'd be action packed it could be well written and I I would probably enjoy it but like in terms of what I'm looking for I don't like there's nothing I need to know about that Eric Killmonger character before he shows up. In Black Panther, like I, I they told me enough. I know they, they kind of his backstory was kind of like a throwaway line by Ross, you know, looking at his stat sheet, you know, <laughs> on a Wakandan, you yeah. know, har, uh, 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 hologram board. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little scouting <laughs> report, you know. They always saw he ran a four three in the forty, but like to me, like <laughs> like his backstory is kind of like they told us enough by that by seeing him as a kid and seeing his upbringing and seeing who his dad was. And seeing what happened to him. Like, I don't need to really know much other than what the little context Ross gave me for what that little kid became. Like, the rest of it is kind of like, okay, this this makes sense. It, like, it, it's a very, very well-written backstory. It's unfortunate this isn't a three-and-a-half-hour movie, so we don't learn more. But, like, it's for time purposes, I'm cool. I, I don't need to know. I don't need to see him killing people in Iraq. Iraq, as he said it in the uh, when he was about to fight T'Challa. Um, you know, I don't need to see that. I got, I, you know, that doesn't give me any more um, context. Like I know, I feel like, and maybe, maybe as a black person, also, like I feel like I kind of know who the Eric Killmonger person is. Like I feel like I've met that person, I've talked to that person, and some, and, and, and be honest, like sometimes as a black person, like you may feel like that person. Some stuff he was saying, so. I don't. I don't need to see more of that. I want to see more of. Okay, if he's back from the dead, what, how does this experience of him being the king of T'Challa, the king of Wakanda for you know three days or whatever he was, and everything he went through, how does that change him? Like that would be more interesting than a backstory. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that uh, to me, yeah, there's plenty of stories you can tell in Wakanda. Um, you know, and I'm getting, you know, introductions to, you know, new Black Panther villains. Um, you know, I mentioned Storm. I mean, Shadow King, you know, is like a, is a character they want to put into that. There's so many stories that they could tell, you know, because that, that was one thing about the X-Men. The one thing about the Fox X-Men movies that they, that they botched for, you know, you know, a decade and a half. 
was we never got anything really with Storm's backstory or you know they just completely they completely glossed over the only little thing we got was an apocalypse and that was that was whack i mean let's just be honest like i hope that if they if they did want to push in this direction that they would take time and i don't know if they have the time in an x-men movie i'll be honest but if they with all these disney plus series i would hope that they would take the time to uh go deeper into storm's backstory you know we get a shadow king that is interacting with Storm, you know, as opposed to Legion, um, you know, I think that could be, uh, I mean, that could help to yeah. really, you know, grow those characters. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, Storm, see, someone like Storm, Storm in the, the X, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be a wow. Yeah, Storm is, is almost... almost... They also never got into the whole claustrophobia thing, which, you know, a little, I guess in theory is a little thing, but, you know big part of the character yeah i mean they're i mean they're these are just like little things and nuances to these characters that like give them uh different dimensions and just give them different angles to look at them so i agree like i thought i, I i've always thought that, that the claustrophobia thing was interesting and how someone like the shadow cat and i thought it actually brought also good um it, i learned more about the shadow king through this these interactions you know like how much of a predator this guy this guy is and was you know to to prey on this you know very powerful young kid but to do it in a way that you know was was again legitimately preying on 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 a, on a debilitating fear they had and how he he enhanced it with, through his work i mean all of that stuff is important so yeah i i feel like um and again like we said Coogler is working on like he said select mcu shows um, it doesn't mean he has to be the one to do Storm, in theory, like someone else could do Storm. But if, if he was doing Storm, I think that that could also be interesting. Uh, I feel like, you know, the X-Men, the animated series, they, you know, ha they have great episodes involving Storm and Charles and the Shadow King. Like, wouldn't, like, to me, like, I could see a great show that's based around Storm and, like, the villains of Shadow King. And, like, you could do six episodes and, like, you know, Charles Xavier is, like, the one who ends up saving her. Like, like that could be, like, amazing. You know, obviously that's not Wakanda-based, but if, if Ryan's doing something else, I think he could kill something like that. I think he could do a really great job. He could set it again, set it in Cairo. Um, and he's, you know, she's running around, you know, streets of Cairo, uh, learning her powers, but also under the thumb of this, like, you know, crazy person. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be really cool. But I'm excited for the deal. I'm excited to see what Ryan and, and, and uh, Proximity uh, comes up with. Shout out to them for the deal. And then I'm curious to see what else they do outside of Marvel. Because, again, this is a Disney deal. It's not a Marvel deal. So they could be working on other projects for Marvel as well. I mean, excuse me, for Disney as well. Considering they have Star Wars. Considering they have uh, other, you know, famous properties. You know, it would be curious to see what they end up um, working on. I do uh, want to move now to another story that I think was, again, uh, every week we talk about Spider-Man 3 because it seems like every week there's a new rumor. I think this one I definitely would chalk up as maybe one of the more um, obscure and weird uh, Spider-Man rumors. But like I said, I think the source of it makes me kind of, makes some people, I think, buy it even more because of how it all was revealed. So... Uh, again, can't believe this is on our show, but this is what we're talking about. So, um, the timeline detectives on Twitter found something interesting this past week when a a DoorDash delivery man posted 
on Twitter that he had made a food delivery to the dude. He said another word, but the dude that used to play Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Okay. A DoorDash guy putting out that he saw a celebrity who delivered food to not normally something that's newsworthy per se. Why would this be uh, relevant? Well, it's relevant because this gentleman is based apparently in Atlanta. And Atlanta is the city where they are shooting Spider-Man for, uh, 3. We don't know the title. It's an untitled Spider-Man movie right now. So that's leading to speculation that maybe Andrew Garfield is in Atlanta because he is shooting this movie, Spider-Man 3. Um, and that's why this random DoorDash guy got delivery from him. Was Andrew Garfield, was Andrew Garfield the guy that was yelling at LeBron at the Hawks game last night? <laughs> no, that was steroid guy, uh, as LeBron oh, yeah. called him. And Corsai Karen. <laughs> And Corsair Karen and steroid guy. If you uh, pay attention to the NBA, uh, there's a tussle between LeBron and some uh, drunk fans. But uh, Garfield is apparently in the city. I I've never known him to be someone to be based in Atlanta or live in Atlanta. I don't. To be fair, I don't. I don't know where he lived, but I assume like most actors, he lived in either LA or New York. Uh, Atlanta is not necessarily a place you see a lot of actors living. So it was interesting. So, that, I mean, it's, it's raising eyebrows. It's making people think that maybe Garfield is down there and he's getting ready to shoot or he's already been shooting this movie. I go to Sham. What do you make of the of this information? Is it is it a big deal? Is it no deal? Or is it some deal? Uh, when was this? This week. Like a this was ago. this week. It was, it was days ago. It wasn't like a long time ago. Um, so I've been following, uh, Tom Holland, obviously on social media for a long time. Like a lot of people. Like, man, like, mo- <laughs> like, like, all, million. like, like, like yeah, like, like the 2.5 million or whatever he has on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Social media for a while. He just posted, uh, just the other day. Um, today was easily one of the highlights of my career. For those of you that were there, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And for those of you that weren't, you better buckle up. So I mean, it, all the stars seem to be aligning. Samari's getting to Jimmy Woo mode. You know, Jimmy Woo, I have my uh, my Charlie Day <laughs> my Charlie Day board up. You know, I'm connecting why, all the dots. Why why hexagonal uh, shapes? <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels? Yeah, question mark. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. That, you know, uh, and look, we've been talking about this for the longest time. Okay, we've been talking about Spider Man for the longest time. This movie and the multiverse. And, you know, Jamie Foxx's post, and now he had to take that joint down for some strange reason. Sam uh, Raimi doing Dr. Sam Raimi. Raimi. You know, it's, it's just, it's, there's there's so much smoke, you can't see anything. Doc Ox in it. There's smoke all over the place. Yeah. And the smoke alarm's going off, and we're wondering <laughs> if there's a fire. You know, I think there's a fire. So, so yeah, I think this this kind of piles on to the, all, the, all the other evidence. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that, that we're, this movie is going to gonna feature some special people in it so i'm looking forward to it i i I definitely think this is something worth worth i think this adds proof to the the large amounts of proof that we already seem to have that we're getting multiple spider-man in this movie and i'm very happy about it i mean look i mean this is nuts if garfield and mcguire are in it then i mean that's again i've said it this is endgame level stuff this is infinity war endgame level uh, it's that kind of movie. Um, and if it's something that's revealed in a trailer, I mean, like the, I mean, they, even in a pandemic, they you're just they're gonna be printing money. Well, I, I won't say that, oh, but right. <laughs> hopefully, <not. laughs> yeah, hopefully. <Jeez>. GameStop. <laughs> no, but um, 
Yeah, I know. That's it, it. It's interesting. You know, I I do think it's it's fascinating that even I had to throw in the, uh, you know, if Garfield and McGuire are in it, because that's the question that I asked you guys. If I told you that Andrew Garfield is in this joint, but not Tommy McGuire, is that like, does that like, is that did I just pop your balloon of excitement that it's just Garfield? Uh, uh, substantially. I, I wouldn't say substantially. It's a little bit, but not like I'm not going crazy. It still would be a it's huge deal. Well, if, if, Gar- if you say Garfield, uh, well, if you said only people from Garfield Spider-Man universe are in it, and no right. one from McGuire's Spider-Man universe is in it, right. well, then yes, you we know Alfred Molina is in it. If right, Malina's because we it, know because we know Molina is in it. That's we know that's likely not the case. Okay, Molina is in it. Still, <laughs> McGuire's not in it. It's still kind of strange, <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, all right, fine. But if, <laughs> yeah, maybe he has something to do that. If Molina was not in it, if it was all just uh, Garfield's people. Then that would substantially decrease. I agree. My, uh, if they would just ignore like the Maguire universe did exist, and that would be yeah, that'd be kind of lame. Yeah, I mean, if Garfield, if they if if both of them are in it, then I mean, yeah, this is nuts. And like EJ said, I mean, it, it seems like he's like he, like he is in it. I don't see why he wouldn't be at this point. Right. So um, yeah, I mean, this is this is gonna be great. And they don't bring in these people. They don't bring in Alfred Molina, and Jamie Fox. For them not to bring in Garfield and Mike McGuire. I mean, sometimes you know, I know we've been again, we've been playing Jimmy Woo. We've been we've been doing the conspiracy stuff, but sometimes you just gotta you gotta look at the obvious one plus one equals two. I mean, like if they're bringing in all these people that have already been confirmed, Hollywood Report hasn't come out and said anything about McGuire and Garfield being in it. But they've said that Doc Ock's gonna be. They said Jamie Foxx is gonna be. We've seen, seen all these people talking about all these other characters. Then it means that these other people are probably in it. So I, I mean. That's going to be crazy. Um, I just want to know if they're going to let us know that they're in it before the movie comes out. Because that's will. they will. They have to, right? You got to yeah, go I'm, back. To I'm the at logic. the point now where this is the reason why we haven't seen or known or heard know more about this, heard more about this movie, even gotten a title. Again, this movie supposed to come out this year. Uh, that's not going to happen. But it's supposed to come out this year, and we haven't even heard a title. What's going on? All that could come out. That, I don't think it's gonna happen. That's my, <laughs> that's my that's my opinion of where where this pandemic is going and where we are. But and the amount of money that this movie is, is, has at stake, <laughs> it's not coming out this year. That's my opinion. Again, that some people may have a different opinion. I think that movies are wrapped. I think for twenty twenty one as well, pretty much. Um, but that's again, who knows? Vaccination efforts can get better. Cases can plummet, and it'll be maybe I'll be totally wrong. I I certainly hope that's the case. It's just the slow roller I'm seeing today tell, doesn't tell me that anything good is going to happen. Yeah, let, me, let me press the WandaVision rewind button. No. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Spider-Man. Yeah, man, Spider-Man 3 is going to be great, man. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. That, that definitely was a beekeeper coming out of the thing or whatever. Um, nah, man. Like, uh, But no, I still feel like this would be huge even if it wasn't just, you know, um, McGuire, but I think they're all in it. I think they were going to know. I think that they're going to come out with a big promotional rollout, and that rollout is going to. I hate saying the term break the internet, even though I said it now like three times today, but it will break the internet. I think that they know they have something that is uh, gold or even something better than gold, platinum, even. I mean, think they know that they have, a, they have a nuclear weapon, and they want to make sure they release it and put it out in the way that they want to do it so that. Um, it gets the most attention, the most buzz, the most praise, 
and uh, Marvel and Disney, they certainly and and Sony combine them in there. They certainly have their means and resources to ensure that they do it. Uh, you know, they do have some. They did have a situation with you know Jamie Foxx letting the cat out of the bag. Um, they were probably weren't too happy about that. But who knows? Maybe they. I mean, to me, like these little things that they've done and rumors that have been put out there, like this buzz that's been created. Now, who's to say that some of this stuff isn't manufactured? You know, like who's to say? You know, Fox putting that up there. You know, they didn't tell them to do it. It wouldn't surprise me. They're like, put this promotional thing up there and take it down, like and act like it's a mistake. Because they want to get the buzz. Right. All like the longer this movie has the buzz of us talking about it, I mean the more interest it drives and eventually they hope it will drive to a, a big box office number hoping again that we actually have box offices but like it's to me it's clear that that this is going to happen i'm now whatever percentage i gave you last time we asked and what's the chances it's happening i'm at now like 90 percent. like if, it, if it, they're not in the movie i will be really surprised and i think that they're involvement in it will be heavily promoted heavily reported and it will be like the biggest thing that marvel has done i know you keep saying any game level i mean it is like it's huge if they do something like this and i think they're gonna pull it off yeah yeah um i agree i think i think the first time like you said i think the first time we see this movie we're gonna get a, a, a name it's gonna tease some massive multiverse stuff and it's gonna be it's going to show you all these characters. Because my theory has always been, I've maintained it on Imperial, I've maintained it on Hero Talk since X-Men Apocalypse, since Rogue One. When you're talking about characters, and in Civil War as well, when you're talking about characters that are secret characters, quote-unquote, that would change the amount of money that you make by showing that they're in it, by telling you in the first trailer they're in it, or at least one of the trailers that they're in it, that then they're gonna show it because all these studios like money. Over creative decisions, they like money. So regardless of whether or not, you know, it, it may it would be better for the shock value of seeing it in movie, if I told you that, especially during a pandemic where like, you know, money, you know, people may make decisions like I can't see the Spider Man movie, nothing nothing cool in it. If I told you that, you know, Maguire and Garfield are in it. More people are gonna go see that movie than if I was just like if I didn't tell you that. Trust me, man. Look, let's keep it a hundred. There's gonna be a risk reward decision to be made by a lot of folks when the movie open up. And yes, exactly. And there are gonna be people who may feel like, man, the only way I can see the only way I can see Spider Man is to see in a theater and, and McGuire and Garfield in it. There are people who have not been seeing movies that will decide. You know what? I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to be as safe as possible. I'm pulling up to see that movie. And that even is if I, even if I gotta buy a whole row of seats, <laughs> you know, right. two seats behind me, two seats in front of me, so nobody's near me. I have my own bubble. I'm making sure I'm seeing it. There's gonna be people who make that decision that aren't seeing other movies because they think it's too dangerous. Right. So that's why they're gonna they're gonna tell us. It may not be in the first trailer. I think it will be because I feel like that's how they're gonna market the movie. Like you know. Yeah. And it, absolutely. It's not like they're going to be all like it's not going to be a it's not, this isn't a buddy cop movie. I don't think anybody thinks that. But um I think you know it could be you know the end of the end of the trailer shot where we see all three of them and you know people are just like going absolutely nuts. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know when this would be. 
you know, it could be a late night show. It could be a Jimmy Kimmel situation. This is Sony, so it's not like they don't feel, you know, beholden to showing it on Good Morning uh, America or Monday Night Football. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I mean, the Super Bowl is where everybody kind of hopes. And I, if I were advising them, I would tell them a Super Bowl commercial would give you the most amount of eyeballs. Um, wasn't it Kimmel who was, like, having that weird – wasn't it Kimmel who kind of went on that weird, like, ongoing joke about – you know him being Spider Man and asking Zendaya if uh, yeah you know. yeah I mean always on that. I mean, yeah. again Kimmel worked for the company <laughs> like these things can't be lost on us yeah. like Kimmel works for Disney and I'm pretty sure if they put yeah. in a Disney star I know it's technically Sony star but whatever she's on a Disney produced movie they're putting a Disney star on your network to promote the said movie they're not gonna let them ask questions that they don't want them to ask. Like, this is not happening. Maybe on a Collider, on a comicbook.com, on a Hollywood Reporter. I mean, those are, you know, independent trades, quote-unquote. So, like, they they may ask questions that they're not ready for, they're not comfortable with. They have to be ready for it because that's journalism. Jimmy Kimmel is not a journalist. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is a comedy man. He's an employee for Disney. And he's asking very pointed questions about very high-level secret things. If, if, if it is high-level secret, if that is what Marvel wants it to be. He's not asking that just off the cuff. Like, he's being told to either ask it or he's been... Or he asked, can I ask it? And they encourage him to do it. So when I see these things, all these things that are coming together, I don't think that this is part of that plan. I don't think that Disney was that far off thinking, let's have a delivery man or a guy say he's a delivery man, say that he delivered pizza to Andrew Garfield. I, I don't think that this is part of it. But this whole campaign of all the rumors, all the leaks, all the things we've been hearing, they, they want all this. They want all this attention because they know when they eventually do what they do, when they drop what they drop, it's going to it's going to just blow people's minds. And I'm just wondering when that day is. That day's got to come soon. I, I feel like we've they've been working on this movie for too long. There's been too much um, stuff going around for us to not know anything like we're well, in the February, like you know, to finish filming. It should be coming soon. And I think they're waiting. The Batman for... didn't finish filming. They gave us a whole trailer. I know, right? Isn't that wild? Um, like, I don't you think you have to finish filming, per se. I just feel, I feel well, like... Well, they got to finish filming because, like, we, you, they need the... Like, if McGuire and Garfield aren't in until, like, the third act, then they got to wait for those guys to show up, you know? Right. And, and that could have been recent, as, <laughs> as it suggests. But the other part is that they don't know when this movie's coming out. You know, like yeah. at this point, they don't want to. They don't want to end up like Black Widow. You know, I mean, or like Black Widow's been yeah. at this point, um, or Fast and Furious, where you you know you you drop your joint. <laughs> Fast and Furious that was last Super Bowl. They announced that joint. Yeah, they dropped the whole trailer, and now we don't know when that movie's coming out. EJ saying it's not coming out till twenty three. So, <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, so they, that's what I think they're really concerned about is that, you know, they, they're worried about. And also, order of operations suggests that Venom's supposed to come out first. That's and true. we haven't seen anything from that either. So. And Morbius supposed to come out. We haven't seen anything from that. And Morbius. Yeah. Back. Of all, of all. Well, no, it was supposed to come out before, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, right. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to come out before. And we saw a lot of universe. It appeared to be some universe bending going on in Morbius. Oh, right, yeah. We, we don't know for sure, but it's some weird stuff going on, clearly, that yeah. didn't get 
that we haven't we have no idea why we were seeing what we were seeing. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot to there's a lot to be said for um, the stuff coming up with this film, but. I tell you what, I can't wait, and I'm again. I'm all on board. Like this is going to happen. Do I think it's the good? Do I think it'll be creatively good? I gotta see what the story is. I mean, it, things can go aspect. haywire when you get this crazy with this many actors and characters. But the other caveat you have to throw out is that it is connected to the other two properties, WandaVision and Doctor Strange. I thought about that so, as well. Could we get something after WandaVision potentially? Yeah. You know that that's another benchmark uh, milestone kind of day, and then. You know, whenever we start to get stuff with Doctor Strange, which I mean, I guess it's supposed to come out afterwards, but who knows? You know, who knows what's gonna happen? So going back to that, um, going back to Wandavision real quick, I feel like you know, I feel there's a chance that there's very when we talk about this like great reveal that's gonna happen. You know, I feel like they're very much you know when I say you know I mentioned earlier how Feige keeps trying to always remind us that this is connected to Doctor Strange and Spider Man, which I'm sure it is. I don't think he's lying, but you know. I wonder if there is a little bit like, you know, see the hand over here and not the hand here going on with his commentary on WandaVision. Like, I wonder if he knows this, that this mutants thing is coming, but he, he really wants you to focus more on Spider-Man and Doctor Strange because he really wants you to really be yeah. hit with the overhead with the, the sledgehammer of surprise when, again, a Magneto shows up or <laughs> Fresh X shows Isn't up. That, yeah. Cause that would be that, that would be smart. That, that would be that'd be very that'd be, that'd be very slick. In that interview he did with Collider, um, when Frosty Steve Weintraub asked him about, you know, do you know when the X Men are gonna show up? Essentially, like what you know, have you you know he he gave like you know a stone faced, yes, I have an idea when they're gonna show up. But and then he asked, you know, they asked, also asked him, do you have any idea who could be playing Wolverine? He was like. No, I, I, we haven't gotten to that point yet. So, I mean, it, it was a different, it was a different energy. You know, could he have been trying to hide something, mm-hmm. potentially, or you could, you could have just been being honest. Like, you know, I know it's going to show up. I'm not worried about that right now. <laughs> but uh, so I don't know. You know, but again, you just go back to one plus one equals two. I mean, do you really do a Scarlet Witch show? We say Scarlet Witch. She's Wanda so far. She could end up being Scarlet Witch. Uh, do you do a Scarlet Witch show and not... And when you have the properties of the X-Men now and not include any X-Men characters, particularly Magneto or Quicksilver? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we think Quicksilver going to show up, but I don't know. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard not to use that as a venue to introduce Magneto, especially if you're doing a multiverse version. So, But we'll see. I do, think, uh, I do think I do think everything is possible as well, you know. What, doesn't make uh, any sense for what's, WandaVision. What's possible? What's possible? Oh, Tony Wire showing up. Like, but if we're talking about like another like that's know, a good one. Yeah, character. If it is connected to to, to Spider Man and like Tony Maguire showed up, and like imagine like yeah, so that would imagine, be crazy. Imagine in in imagine at the end of WandaVision, like all this stuff's happening. We have all these fake characters showing. Up, we have all these fake characters around. Imagine at the end of WandaVision, like, you get a shot of, like, Tobey Maguire in the MCU. And he's like, what am I doing here? Or, like, what's happening? And, like, that's it. Now, that has, that doesn't line up with, like, the idea of, like, him working with Paul Bettany and stuff. But, like, and then now it leads you into how he is in a Spider-Man movie. That yeah. would be crazy. 
Oh my god! And that would be Luke Skywalker esque. I mean, I don't know if it'd be Luke Skywalker just because. Again, now we're talking about like Luke Skywalker full scene and lines, you know. But, um, but still, I I would put Tobey Maguire in that category of in any if in any way he shows up in Wandavision as Peter Parker, that that is that is Luke Skywalker esque to me. That's ridiculous. I don't and I don't even care. He's told me that you know this is Spider Man connected. I don't care. That if that happens in WandaVision, like we are talking about it for um for obviously for uh what's the name for for the Doctor movie Strange. for Spider Man three or yeah. and even in Doctor Strange potentially. But if if he somehow showed up in WandaVision, no, that that would be that would be really crazy. Um Yeah, I mean <laughs> WandaVision it, it said we're talking about uh <clears throat> talking Spider Man, but I feel like you know WandaVision sucks up all the energy because this the potential when you have someone who can create their own reality, as we're seeing, it, you know, it's a, it, it ends up, they're endless. So all the rumors and all the possibilities are possible, obviously. Um, I want to move on, though, and I want to talk about uh, some news we got from Titan. So uh, season three is coming up, and they've reca- uh, casted a Tim Drake, who will be in a recurring role on the show. They've casted uh, uh, Jay Lycurgo Ly- from uh, I May Destroy You and Listen to uh, be on this show. Uh, he's being described, that Tim Drake character, being described as a street-wise kid who's managed to grow up on the toughest streets without losing his indelible, indelible, belief, indelible belief in heroism. He's easygoing demeanor, his easygoing demeanor backed up by near-genius mind, a natural detective with a perception of detail far beyond his years. Fans of the Batman comics will recall Drake served with Rob uh, Batman as the third Robin. So, um, I have not seen much of Mister uh, Like Hergo's. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, of much of his no, of his work, but um, it is noteworthy that he is uh, a person of color. I, I'm, I'm not sure if he's Latino or black. I can't quite tell, but he's you know he's a light skinned dude. So that is obviously a change. Um, that we're seeing with the Tim Drake characters from Drake in the comics and in all iterations has been white. But uh, this is our first live action Tim Drake. And by some Batman's account, Batman fans account, their favorite Robin for a multitude of reasons. Sham, uh, what do you make of the casting? Uh, I think it's interesting. Um, I do think it's very interesting. Um uh, so uh, he's a person of color, which I think is interesting. Um, uh, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. <laughs> so are we gonna, we, do we have to, you know, hash out the debate? You know, how do we feel about this? Is Robin, uh, if Tim Drake, all right, can change up? All right, that's not where I was, where I wanted to, the conversation to go. I was just pointing it out and pointing out it's interesting. Similar yeah. to Starfire, though, I know that that caused a whole lot of yeah, that was, that was, people were upset about that, and that was a whole. Discussion. That was a whole big thing, which I'm not going to rehash that, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, uh, but no, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm with you, EJ. I haven't seen much of his, I haven't really seen his work. So, um, but so far, just having seen him, I mean, I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested. He's young, fit. Um, I know we, we know we're getting Red Hood. We know we're getting, you know, more Nightwing, obviously. Um, we know we're getting Barbara Gordon. I mean, this, the, I mean, I'm, so I'm a fan of it. This, this show has been so, uh, so up and down, but they go ball so all. They, they show 
they, <laughs> this show probably just it's it's almost got the, it's got the mess how much they're just like listen this, this is what we're gonna show in the, the titans and this is who they're interacting with this is who they fight and they they do it they're giving us tim drake he's gonna be fully just robin in his robin costume so we're getting a third robin third iteration of robin um so i'm on board I, i'm a fan of it i'm curious uh, uh to see how he does what are you gonna? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is interesting. Um, you know, obviously, first of all, the actor is uh, he is African American. Um, but okay. Um, but it, yeah, it's interesting that, um, you know that you know again we we you know I'll I'll rehash the conversation you know all right. just to, just to update the people. Tim Drake, you know, to me personally, is not somebody that I'm gonna I'm not gonna be upset about. You know, um, okay. changing, changing. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, again, Tim Drake. I mean, I don't know. That's me personally. I'm not saying he's not an important character, or, uh, but you know, we've always talked about it. Is, is it is it vital to who he is as a character? You know, uh, I don't. He's he's you know uh, an, an incredible detective. You know, that could be anybody, in theory. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this is uh. This should be interesting. Uh, like you said, Titans not afraid to go, or not, not only they're not afraid to go uh, in any direction, they are clearly allowed to go in every in any every in any direction. Uh, besides, really, Superman. This is pretty much the only character we haven't seen. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, they've they've gone. I mean, they've gone nearly nearly uh, everywhere else in terms of Bruce Wayne and um, every other iteration of every other major character. They've felt like they Super wanted to use yeah Superboy. So. Yeah, no, this is cool. Um, again, you always just tighten, so you always hope that you know they do it well first of all, and that it's not, um, you know, the show doesn't get too kind of jam packed and doesn't lose focus on whatever lose sight of whatever the the primary you know villain or whatever the primary story story arcs are in season two. But um, regardless, uh, this is exciting, and I like this. Do you like the idea? You know of if Jason Todd is going to become Red Hood, like you do need another Robin. It's not going to be Nightwing, so bringing uh, bringing Jason uh, Tim Drake makes sense. So I mean, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm for it as well. I think that you know, again, if we we're moving a Tim uh, Jason Todd on to being the Red Hood, we could argue about whether or not it's the right time to do that. But it's what's happening. Then throwing in another Robin makes sense. And Tim Drake is a great Robin. Um, I doesn't. I don't think he gets enough praise and attention in some ways, and it's for good reason. You know, uh, you know, they all. Everyone kind of has their thing. You know, Dick is the first. Jason Todd died because he was an idiot, um, and Damien's Batman's son. So, you know, Tim doesn't necessarily have like a gimmick, so to speak. Yeah, that's like very identifiable. And um, so like, I, I so he it's for that reason sometimes he kind of gets forgotten, but. I love the idea of having a Robin that's like matches wits with Batman in terms of his uh genes intellect and his uh his um ability as a detective. You know. So I mean to me it's so good that we've seen multiple animation iterations of Dick Grayson be have that be introduced into his character. And a lot of times it's frustrated me because I'm like and I love to, to Dick Grayson. He's my favorite Robin and Nightwing's my favorite heroes, but to me, it's like no, that's that's Tim Drake. Like, don't do that. You know, I know you guys are doing this because it's a great. It makes sense. It's, it's it's great to have that 
element to this character, but you know, Young Justice did it. Um, Teen Titans did it. Like you know that if you if you're gonna do Tim Drake, do Tim Drake. You know you don't you don't need to put that into Dick's character. So uh, so I like that. You know we've seen obviously Grayson is his own person on Titans. Some ways for better or for worse, but he is his own character. Uh, Jason Todd mostly for for better. Uh, he is his own type of Robin, his own type of character. So uh, I'm curious to see what they do with uh, with great uh, with uh, Drake. You know, like as Shamari said and Kendall said, like you know, the one thing you can never uh, hate on Titans for is they they go for it. I mean, again, they they're not you know they may go about it or go for it in a way that you don't agree with or is too and too much of a of a way to try to be edgy when it's unnecessary in some ways, but they do go for it. And getting Tim Drake in live action is awesome. I mean, I don't know how anybody else could really speak to it. Otherwise you just hope that it's done. Well, Titans has been somewhat of a mixed bag. You know, they've had some really strong elements, some really strong episodes. We know their issues with finishing seasons and how disastrous it's been with that. You know, let's hope this season is a little better. But I, I want to see what they do with um with Young Drizzy, as I like to call him. There's uh the one thing I do want to add. Oh, by the way, he's this uh, actor uh, Jay Lackergall. He's in. He's also in the Batman. By the way, just that was just yeah. This, there was, made this casting a little weird. Yeah, Deadline said that they are unsure if you know there's any connection. You know, which was I thought was interesting, but. I don't imagine that he's playing Tim Drake. It would. I'm just gonna... I mean, there's no reason why there would be a connection, given. Yeah, there uh, is. I mean, yeah, because just the, be the Batman and be Tim Drake. Right. Um, yeah. There's there's no reason for this to be any kind of connection, because yeah, the Batman in this generation in this show is in his fifties at his earliest. So, like, uh, so why would he? Why would a young Batman from know this kid at the same age it doesn't make any sense so i i there can't be any connection but um i didn't think that was interesting that they didn't care i would have assumed that that would have maybe eliminated him from contention to have like a person who he's not a main character in the batman he's just some like goon uh who's in the background uh but you know he does have a speaking role and he is visible so it was just weird that they would uh, allow him to to do this still but i'm happy that they did um, I'm, I'm hopeful to see what they do with him, and, and I, I'm on with you guys. I, I don't think that there's any issue with making Tim Drake black. I think, you know, the question I always have is the same: is 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 this character someone that has to be black and is or has to be a certain race, any race? And if changing them doesn't really affect anything involving their role or character, or if there isn't something about the, an iconic look about them that you need to keep in tow, then I say go for it. I say why not? You know. Um, so to me, you know, nothing about Tim Drake and how he looks and his skin color matters at all. And in fact, again, considering he is, again, kind of like a, a poor kid who's, you know, comes from a decent, not the greatest background, but still a super genius. I mean, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Black kids have that story, have that origin story that, is, you know, it's a lot. It's a, a lot of a lot of a lot of kids of any background, but it, and, it, makes, and, it makes sense and that he could be a young It also, sure. to me, like... We have, we've already had, like, we're talking about, like, differentiating from the other two. You've got two other Robins that are... Right. Who look like, like, who look like the Robins that you're used to seeing. Right. So if you go with a third one, it's like, uh, isn't this kind of funny? What's going on here, Bruce? 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so it's actually interesting for them to, you know, I think visually it, it, it'll help differentiate the characters a little bit. Um, last story of the day, guys. So uh, we want to talk about the Flash trailer. Season seven uh, of the Flash is set to debut on March 2nd. We got our first trailer uh, for the Flash. Um, I'm trying to think of my thoughts on this. EJ doesn't sound very glowing. Uh, well, okay. I just feel I just feel like you know to me, and I guess all the CW shows have done it to some degree. But I just I guess I feel like it's a weird trailer because I, I just because I, I you know it seems like they're, they're really kind of showing us you know the beginning of this uh, lead up to you know this showdown with uh, Mirror Master, and that was of course supposed to be the end of last season. So I guess part of me was kind of curious about like what you know the future held beyond Mirror Master. We really didn't get any of that. Uh, what we you no, know, what we got was somewhat interesting, but I guess without knowing that or not seeing that, I, I kind of wish not that I, not that I necessarily disliked Mirror Master. Actually, there were a lot of issues I had with the Flash, but the Mirror, Mirror Master itself wasn't one of them. I kind of am now curious. Like I kind of just want to move on to say, okay, what's next? Like. In some ways, watching Batwoman, like, seeing that show kind of just, like, move on from whatever they were going to do for the rest of the season is kind of refreshing in some ways because so much of it wasn't working. So, like, I, it, like yes, in some ways they're kind of stuck in the path, but in the main way they're just moving forward with, you know, with new stories and new ideas. This, you know, this Flash trailer was very much hedged on, like, what they last left us with, you know. So that was, like, a major difference. Yeah, I'm actually going to go in the opposite direction. Um, I actually like that it ended off where it did. Um, because sometimes when you start a season from scratch, like Batwoman did, like you're you're beholden to like like the long trek to get to what the the thing is, whatever the thing is that they're doing the season, the the the, the story arc. Um, you have to you have to wait twenty episodes to get there, and we're gonna have to get there at some point with the Flash. But um, it is interesting to start off a season like like it's like the season finale, <laughs> you know. Um, like like me and Shamar have been watching. Yeah. Uh, like this felt like a, this felt to me this felt like a movie a movie trailer. Yeah, or how like, intense you know, it was. You're in the last few episodes of a season, like coming up the last three episodes. This is what you're gonna see, and it's like that's what it, that's what it felt like watching. Um, but but me and Shamari, we 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 watched Riverdale on the CW and they dealt with the same issue, and it's actually interesting that you've gone off on this this hiatus, and now like the season's picking up, like the season finale, you know it made for just like the Flash and just like Batwoman and Riverdale as well, like the season finale was was awful, you know in theory like it didn't show you much, but because it wasn't supposed to be a season finale, but if, you know the good part is that like you know the first couple episodes of the season are gonna be like you know an event. So that that part of it is cool. I agree that we didn't get to see anything past whatever they were going to do last season. So that was unfortunate. No Ralph Dibney. Uh, I don't know what the, how, he's going to write him out of the of the arc. They claim that he's he's going to be recast. They didn't show us Ralph Dibney. So if he just like he I don't even know what happened to him at the end of last. Yeah, season. I, I'm, I, I haven't gotten to hear much interviews it, from this from the folks even, of the show. But are they are they are they using old footage still or are they you know like that's my question 
Like, are they using old footage to complete the last season, or are they reshooting the footage that ended the last season? Because he was in the show. I mean, he was right. He was doing stuff. Yeah. yeah, he he had an arc. To Dearborn. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I. It, and in it, fact, he, like his some of his stuff was actually the most compelling, which was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, which, well, he's more entertaining. Yeah, but, it may not compel him, but I like yeah, I like Sue Dearborn's character a lot. I like everything she was in. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm more so. I, I'm not as enthusiastic about about the season. I think. Uh, I mean, which you, I mean, you guys already know. I, I wasn't a big fan of where things were going. Um, you know, when we left off, I felt like the Mirror Master reveal took uh, very way too long. Uh, it took too long for everyone to figure out what was going on. Um, so I don't know. It seems like Mirror Master's abilities are going to be uh, greatly enhanced based on the trailer. So, I mean, we'll see. She was she already seemed to be very powerful. Yeah. Uh, based on, um, you know, based on what we saw and what she did to Barry and all that. So now she's going to be even more powerful, it seems. So... Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I'm looking forward to it because it's the Flash, and it's one of the best things on CW right now, at least for me, <laughs> um, for the shows that we watch. But you know, even so, I'm still kind of like, eh. Kind of wants to move on to something else. The last thing they said about Elongated Man was in September, which was a long time ago, um, and they said that they're going to leave the door open for. His character. They said that he could was, he could return, but they right. leave the they leave the door. They're gonna leave the door open. All right. Initially, they said they were gonna recast him. Right, which I think would have been the right thing to do. They say he's going to appear briefly to tie up some loose ends, and that's it. Is that gonna be Harley Sawyer? Or Harley uh, Sawyer? I don't know. I don't know if that's been uh, confirmed. That that's that's the question I was asking. Was to me like, are they are they? Cause, I mean, the way his character was like like his his character was kind of like it was he had a good arc, but he was kind of like on the periphery anyway. So like in theory, like could he just do a couple of things and be sent off? I don't know. They uh, said, yeah, they said it's going to be a brief appearance that will honor the character. Said one could say it's a, it is a recasting, but we're going to do it in a way that I think honors the spirit of the character, and provides not only a satisfying conclusion to Sue's murder mystery, but also do it with some humor. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to change his appearance. Right. I mean, the, the one thing about Elongated Man is he can change his appearance. You know, right. He'll have to go on the run or something like that. Like, yeah, and maybe I'm the not. person that's cast as him, you know, well, that's that's the biggest thing to do. Yeah, and there'll be maybe a recurring character that shows up every now and then. And, you know, it's still the same Ralph Dibney, but just, you know, different face, different body, whatever. And, I, and I'm cool with that. When they say we're going to do it in a way, they say it's a recasting of sort, and we're going to do it in a way that serves the character well, something like that, like honors the spirit of the character. That makes me think that it's going, they're going to, he's going to take the shape of somebody that's already been on the show. That's my, that's my theory. Because like so if it's just some random guy, then you know why is that like? Well, why first of all, why would she say it's a recasting of sort? That sounds kind of mm, or you know, the, the short But they, they, you know why? Like, why would you even say that? It is a recast. 
you know, bring bringing back Eddie like, Thorne. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, Eddie Thorne would be interesting, but that'd be kind of nuts, you know. <laughs> we think he's dead, but um, so now they found Eddie Thorne. Wealth. I was thinking, uh, you know, Tom Cap- Tom Cavanaugh may end up being yeah. may end up being another version of Wealth. But no, isn't Tom Cavanaugh? But isn't Tom Cavanaugh supposed to be? Alright, I guess. I mean, I guess theory could be. I guess. I like, he's not. I, I don't. He's gonna be going off, but like that'll be his his cover. It's like I'm Tom Cavanaugh now. That's my guess. You yeah. know, uh, I kind of don't want that to happen. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I want it to happen either. But yeah. so you guys think that they are going to introduce somebody that we haven't seen yet, like a, a new a new actor? That's what I want them to do. I I, I I mean, you're making a lot of sense, Kendall, which is why I'm kind of worried. But but yes, I would. Again, I, I don't. I want them to do which I agree with you. I want them to do a new actor, but we say recasting of sorts, and you know the word she's using does make me suggest. I think you're doing a good detective work. That it's going to be someone that we we have already seen. Right. They, they they're like one could say it is a recasting, but we're going to do it in a way that I think honors the spirit of the character, and provides not only a satisfying conclusion, but also it's done with some humor. Again, that makes me think. I, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's not going to be as straightforward as he's going to turn into somebody that we've never seen before. Well, one it thing be, one but, thing we do know is Tom Cavanaugh could play anything. The guy is uh, just a just a brilliant actor. He's the best actor probably on the show. That could so, add, it also could wind up being kind of funny. If he's so could like he? Yeah. So could he do? Could he just be Hartley Sawyer? Uh, you know, Dibney? Absolutely. He has that. He could do it. He could do it. Do it convincingly. I no, no question in my mind. Um, I, you know, I don't know if I necessarily want him to do it. Not kind of. I personally have kind of grown out of like the seeing Kavanaugh play a different Wells type person. Like I kind of. I want to see him kind of just stay with one for now, or save one for. I mean, the show doesn't have that many more seasons left, probably. Like the gimmick, I think, kind of ran its course this last season. I thought. Yeah, with Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, I thought with Nashville, I you know he didn't really add that much. <laughs> what was he, Pariah or something like that? <laughs> the yep. Crossover. They were just doing so much, man. Yeah, I yeah I, I didn't need that. I didn't need that. I felt like you know HR was probably the last one. We're like, okay, you, you know, if you're going to continue, you continue with this guy. I don't think I needed all this other stuff they've done with him. But, I mean, look, I want to see, I hope Flash can turn around, man. You know, they, I, I mean, I can't believe it's seven seasons. They deserve a lot of credit just for going this long. Uh, they definitely have hit a bump in the road when it comes to creative, uh, you know, create creative, I guess, uh, stimulating content right now. You know, I think that they had a really rough season six. And I think they've had probably a couple of rough seasons, to be honest. But it only takes one season, man. Again, Arrow came out of nowhere with that Prometheus season. Like, Arrow looked like it was dead in the water when it had that season. And it was one of the best seasons we watched it's a shame that year. Me. They never really got the garage thing to work. I know that just takes so much of a budget that they don't have. But yeah. that's still, like, the biggest failure of this show. Because yeah. Grodd's not a character. They haven't botched Grodd. But just never made him work as a... He'd be kind of like what Rachel Ghoul was for Arrow, and I feel like they just thought that it would never work. So they never even tried it. Yeah, I know. I I'm not losing hope that they won't ever not try it, but it, it, I think it's unlikely. I think because I agree. I think they feel like you know to get around the budget, it's just 
too difficult. So, and I think that what we got is a decent constellation. Like, you know, he's in almost every season. Him being yeah. a kind of recurring, a recurring villain and a recurring foil for Barry is, you know, good. Like, I, it sucks that we didn't get him as a full season, but I think for what they had to offer, I can't really be mad at them too much. I think they did the best they could. Yeah. But there really isn't. Are there really any other big Flash villains? Cause, I mean, I don't. We well, don't we know got who. The... I know they they because they couldn't do him because of Suicide Squad at one point. I don't know if we ever even got him on CW. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I kind of feel like he was. On yeah, Arrow. he was. He was on Arrow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, they've done almost all of the big Flash villains. I would say. Yeah, Mirror Master was like the one they were holding out. That was the one we were all excited for. And they kind of... Yeah. Hey, I don't know. And a lot of other, you know, people that you would talk about, I mean, they're people that they've already introduced as, like, you know, Freak of the Week kind of villains. Freak of the Week, <laughs> Bus Meadows, and... Yeah. <laughs> you know, Godspeed. Yeah, we've we gotten, you know, we've gotten, you know, a Golden so, Glider yeah. and Trickster and... You know, Weather Wizard, we got in a million times now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Where, where the next big Flash villain, Flash villain is? You know, I, I wanted Godspeed, but they've, they've butchered that. You know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that. That up pretty bad. yeah, and it sucks because I feel like. That would have been a speedster villain that actually would have been neat because it would have been new, would have been different. Uh, and I think it could have. I think in some ways, like it would have been neat to see Barry like connect to someone on like a personal level as Barry Allen, and just find out that that person was, you know, the villain, the trickster. Like so many of his villains, he's really they they really isn't too much. I mean. The the Thawne thing is very personal, but besides Thawne, a lot of the villains, I feel like there isn't so much just like personal thing with Barry. Like I think that that would have been neat. They could have found a way to do that, you know. But uh, they decided to make he, him whatever whatever back. they decided to make him. I don't again. I don't understand what they were trying to do exactly. <laughs> never never bring him back. Yeah, maybe we should bring back Geomancer. Uh no, we should not. We should not bring back Geomancer. Who played Geomancer? Was that uh? Was that the? Uh... I don't even remember who that was. <laughs> it was such a it was such a throwaway. I don't even yeah, know. It was such a it was such a bad character. It's like I didn't even want to know. Geomancer. It was like it was like the Undermine. Yeah, it was, it was the Incredibles. Like, it was almost like a spoof. It, <laughs> I almost think them think that was supposed to be a parody because that was so bad. But he was like mad big for some reason. They were hyping him up. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope we don't get anything like that. Um, I think that's gonna do it for this week's podcast, guys. So I want to thank uh, obviously the guys for coming on as always. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, um, make sure uh, if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe to our podcast uh, channel, uh, New Generation Podcast Network. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Again, our Wandavision episode recaps drop every weekend um the last weekend they've been dropping on saturday so uh so i think you can pretty much be bet that every saturday you'll be seeing a new 
WandaVision episode recap. You know, me and Kendall have been on there. But I'm sure we'll have Sham on there at some point as well. So make sure you check that out. Again, New Generation Media is where you'll find that on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and Facebook, New Generation Media. Shamari's on Snapchat and Instagram, MCSham22. Kendall can be found on Twitter, uh, New Gen Ken. I can be found on Instagram, Action EJ, and Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. Um, that is all for this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Kendall, for Shamari, for EJ. Easy, guys.